Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On May Day, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to May Day wherever you get your podcasts. Life as part of this company is hard. You're on the inside, you can find out what is going on. Don't be stupid! We push you to be the best you can be. I know what I'm talking about, and it's all so, so much worse than you'll ever imagine. You have any contact with that woman, and you'll regret it. No more blood, Richard. No more blood. I will rip your face off! Lizzie! Get off him! There's blood on all of us. That's the way this world works. Welcome to Blood Culture. I'm Lance, the series producer. My name's David. I'm one of the co-writers. And what we have for you is a punchy techno thriller. Yeah. It's set against the backdrop of the biomedical industry. And as a project, all of the uh, the science that we use in the plot and the story is all based on real-world research and real-world applications. And it's also about the kind of broken cultures around the tech industries and the huge multinational corporations that control people's lives and dominate uh, the world we live in. Which is something we need to talk about because we actually wrote this more than five years ago, right? And this whole deal we have with Realm and the show coming out on Realm has given us a chance to revisit it and we've spruced it up, we've remixed it, we've cleaned it up a bit. Which is all great and we're very excited to give it to you, but it, it does, like, basically something's happened in the real world and we just need to address it, that at some point in the last few years, Mark Zuckerberg renamed his company Meta, which is fine. But the thing is, we wrote about a somewhat problematic tech company that we called... Meta. Yeah. So um, uh, it's just worth pointing out that this is a complete coincidence. Right, so Lance and I are going to join you at the end of each episode for a little chat, a little catch-up. We're going to talk about um, the show and some of the uh, ideas and things that happened in it. But... Let's get on with the first episode of Blood Culture. Blood has been thrown at the walls of our offices. It runs down the glass in pools, thick and red on the concrete below. Do you see that, Luca? Are you sure? Sit back down. I look out over the atrium, over four floors of workstations and the multitude of desks and screens. Look at that man, looks like blood running down the building. But no one has noticed. Heads are bent, faces bathed in monitor glare. Probably, yes, and it's probably a test. No one dare look up, not today of all days. A test? Of what? 
And get back to work, will you? Richard could be here any moment. Richard Dreyer, CEO and founder of Meta Corporation, has given us an hour of his life. An hour in which he will watch us, question us, inspire us, and sometimes fire us. Careers and reputations will be made and lost in the next 60 minutes. Stay calm, Luca. He's nowhere near. You need to relax. I look at Luca. Two years in and still an intern. Hey, Luca, are you alright? Yeah. He looks frail. Of course. I just... Drawn. Pulled the red eye, getting these reports in place. To Luca, Richard Dreyer is so much more than a CEO, and working at Meta, so much more than a job. Aisha. Ah, Kim. Of course. We've been monitoring a lot of downtime on your keystroke activity. Dried up, bitter Kim. Don't you dare mess up this team's data. Team leader. When Richard is with us. Line manager. Everything must be perfect. Arch manipulator. Voices echo up from the security gates. Whoa, who's that? A woman. She's broken through security. Running for the stairs, tailed by security guards. God, she's fast. I see her now. Leather jacket. Heavy boots. Oh, Livy, what are you doing here? Aisha. Do you know that woman? Uh, I, I, I might know her. What? Is she something to do with you? She's not my problem. And she isn't until... There's Richard. And then... She's headed straight for him. She has everything to do with me. Libby! Stop! Aisha! I run. Swerving chairs, hurdling desks, leaping stairs. Libby, no! She's nearly on him. Come back! There is something in her hand. Something metal that glints. Libby! She points it at him. I leap. And I have her. And then we're falling, tumbling, tangled to the ground. She bites me. She scratches at me. I won't let her go. We roll and clutch and struggle. I catch her wrist and slap her hand to the ground. And a vial falls from her hand, spilling red paint onto the floor. Hands pull us apart. Hold them. Wrestling us in place. Control them. Crushing us down. Wow. This is most discordant. I am sorry, Richard. So sorry. Livy, it's me. It's Aisha's not fighting. Aisha has always been a problem to us. You. Quiet. Clear the area immediately. I wish to speak with these people. He crouches in front of Livy. So, you came to throw blood at my house? And who sent you? No one. I came on my own. Self-determined. That's a good start. Sets you out from the herd. Now, what have I done wrong today? Blood. There's blood on your hands. Blood? On my hands? There's blood on all of us. That's the way this world works. A cold smile curls across his lips. Don't you look at me like that. Livy spits in his face. 
You're killing them, Drea! His eyebrows flick up. Your staff, your workers, you're crushing them! Oh, what a shame. I know about the interns. I thought there'd be more to you than this. Three of them dead, Drea! Take her away! You're letting them die! Hands on her. He lets them die! Each taking an ankle or a wrist. Wake up, And I sit at his feet as they carry her away. Listen. Listen. No one is held here. You can leave at any time. Life as part of this company is hard. We push you to be the best you can be. It isn't easy to overcome everything and transform into your greatest self. What we have here at Metacore is unique. Unity, strength, love, bonds that no one outside can understand. He leans forward, cupping my chin in his palm. And you, Miss... Cowan? Are you with us? Yes. Of course. <laughs> are you worthy of our love? It's, it's an honor to work here. Work? Work here? We don't work. This is life. It is play. It is inspiration. It is our manner and our very being. What is it for you? All of those things. Good. There is room for all kinds here for the deviant, black sheep. But we need trust. Trust and kinship. Can I trust you, Aisha? Absolutely. Are we kindred? Yes, we are. Remember that, Aisha. Learn to live with us, because the bonds forged here are strong. He looks at me. Stronger than family. And we are one. Stronger than blood. We are locked together in that shard of time. They're the bonds of life itself. Hmm? Then... Suddenly, he's gone. His court trailing him as he sweeps through the offices, passing out his corporate benedictions. Metacorp. We are the company that everyone owns a part of, but no one knows. You came into my work, you threw blood at the walls, you attacked my boss! Someone has to make a stand, Aisha. Metacorp are in your, in your pocket. pocket. What did you think you were going to achieve? On your phone, your tablet, your TV, your computer. We have to fight. You could have got me sacked. Metacorp. Metacorp. Our name is on the chip, hidden in the code. 
So yeah, what you got? That company destroys people. It's ridiculous, Livy. No, they are working in 10, 20 hour days, 140 hour weeks, never stopping. We are controlling and shaping your data. We are controlling and shaping your data. Yeah, that is called work. Something you might not know a lot about. Help me stop it, Aisha. Help me tell people about what they're doing. Livy, this is my job. Yeah, it's not who you are, Aisha. We ensure the pure, clean flow of your information. It's not you, it's not the woman I know. No, knew, Livy. The woman you knew. That was a long time ago. Metacorp. We are everywhere. And yet, nowhere. No, no one can change that much. It's called growing up. What would your mum say? Don't, Livy. Don't do that. Just go away. Get on with your life and, and just leave me alone. Meta, because the future just got better. Meta? Because the future just got there. Oh my gosh, Aisha, we saw what happened. He knew your name, didn't he? Richard knows who you are. Luca and Shireen, the yin and yang of the Meta Intern Program. This is the coolest thing that could happen to anyone, ever! Shireen, full of hope and energy and naivety. In two years, I've only ever seen him twice. Luca, exhausted and hollowed out by life at this company. So if he knows who you are, you must be up for selection. Selection? The company's fast track for the brightest of the bright. But I was never an intern. I was never in the programme. Oh. So you've always worked here? Mm, I, I didn't even go to uni. Well, there was a call out for HR posts, and I just went for one and got lucky, I suppose. That's insane. Then how does Richard even know you? Oh, let it go, Luca. I'm not a threat. I'm not going anywhere. Luca was sent up to Metabeta, the proving ground of the company. Somehow, he failed, and they sent him back. There's no chance of selection for me. Oh, don't say that. I mean, what happened earlier with that crazy lady? That was a test, wasn't it? Maybe you passed. What? Livy? Yeah. Wasn't she one of Richard's interventions? No, it wasn't. You see, um... I, I, I sort of knew her. Oh. So you are in trouble? Oh, don't look at me like that. Oh, really? I, I'm not unclean. Yeah, Kim is after me, but she always is. Nothing else is gonna happen. So that woman, who was she then? Who was she? Uh, just a friend. Well, she used to be a friend. There are friends you've known your whole life. They've always been there their life running parallel to yours as you grow up together. And yet, when you look over at them, when you see what they're doing, what they believe, who they are, you, you think, do I even know you? Our parents used to take us to raves. Livy and I waving glow sticks at each other from our prams as bass thickened the air. <laughs> they took us to the same festivals rode the same convoys, taught us together, played with us together, laid us down to sleep together. <laughs> then Mum's illness took over. 
She died. Dad went to pieces and disappeared into a cannabis haze and I had to run our lives. I had to think about the future while Livy's stone just carried on rolling. And she experimented, she experienced, she shouted and battled. We never lost touch. But we live on different planets now. But she fights for the rights of the world while I work for the corporation and look after my father. Livy's one of the good ones, I reckon. Always like that girl. Don't follow the earth, does she? Right, Dad, and I do. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, there's something true about the way Livy lives. Dad lives in a van parked in a lay-by on the A27. There's a lot of harmony in that girl. I can respect someone like that. A converted ambulance with a smokestack out back. A bed, that is a couch, that is our dining table, and a two-ring burner. Oh, so what about me? I'm cooking your dinner. You're going to give me respect for that? Yeah, yeah, of course. What is it tonight, then? Corn. Oh, I don't eat corn. Yes, you do. You're a vegan. It's not natural. It's mushrooms. How is that mushrooms? Oh. That can't be natural. Oh, well, go and eat some bark, then. Oh, don't look at me like that. You get my respect, Dad, when you put your spliff out. Dad, hmm? what do you think Mum would have said? That Livy and Meta and everything. Well, uh, well first off, she'd uh, well, she'd ask if you're hurting anyone. What, my job? Oh, day by day, you know, bit by bit. No, not really. Yeah, I suppose you aren't. Then she'd uh, she'd ask whether you're making the world a better place. Oh, it's just a job, Dad. It's just a way of getting money. But are you using that money to make a difference? Though? I'll make a bloody difference to you. I'll take care of you. Yeah, 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 yeah you do. Yeah. But is, is that enough? Well, it should be. Shut up and eat your corn. Daybreak, 5am. I don't get into the office this early to impress. I get here because I need the space and the time to think and to prepare. Hey, Sherry, I know you're not interested, but please listen. I've found something new. Now, look, there's been no investigations in any of the kids who have died. No one is finding out what is going on. They're not checking. First was Peter Durham in Ireland. He was buried inside three days. Brendan Lake in Stalbridge, 21 years old, and there is nothing about how he died. Nothing in the press, nothing online. Then you got this girl in Birmingham. She died, no one knows. Hey, Hello, What are you doing here? Oh my god. Sorry, was I interrupting something? No, nothing. Sorry, Luca, you, you made me jump. I wanted to ask. He looks so tired. What did he say to you, Richard, when you were together? So drawn and grey. Of all the thousands of people in the company, why you? He wasn't always like this. Hey, Luca, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? I work as hard as anyone else. Yeah. There's a digital photo frame on his work desk. Sorry, it's just... 
Frustrating. There used to be pictures on it of his sister, his mum, his dad. Not knowing how I can ever make my mark. Stop doing this to yourself, Luca. Now, there are only pictures of Richard. You're good, you'll get somewhere. I had a chance though, didn't I? I was in the programme. I thought I was selected, and I thought they'd take me on, take me with them. And then it didn't turn out that way. There's a, there's a lot else for you to do. Not here, not in this company, working for someone like Richard. If I prove myself here, I can do anything, go anywhere. The impossible becomes probable. That's one of Richard's slogans. It's one of my debaters, actually. But it's true. I was there, Aisha, in the programme. And I want to go back. If there was any way, if you could ask Richard... Oh, then Luca, I'll... stop this. But when you came here, you were probably the brightest 20-year-old I've ever met, and now look at you. God, this is just work. It's, it's not who you are. Look, if Richard knows who I am, then that's great. I, I don't know how it happened, and it doesn't worry me, and it shouldn't worry you, all right? All right. I'm sorry, I'll... I'll leave you to your phone call. Oh, wait, Luca. Yeah? Um, what happened to the uh, pictures of your family? What do you mean? Well, your actual family in that digital photo thing. I didn't think they were appropriate, you know, at work. Oh, Luca, hon. Family is always appropriate, wherever you are. Come on. You've, you've been here all night, haven't you? Well, you know. There's always work to do. No, it can wait. Go and get some rest, please. He smiles softly and slides away from me, fading into the morning light. I can't work like the others. Not night after night. Not those long hours without limits. My body won't allow me to. Simple as that. I have the same condition as mum, sickle cell. My red blood cells are shaped like sickles, curved and hard, not the little soft and pliable discs that travel through your body. The haemoglobin in those cells won't carry oxygen properly and without enough oxygen, my body gets tired, worn down, listless. Every month, I need to refresh my blood, a transfusion of another's life into my body to give me energy for a while. But there is no space for the sick, or the weak, or the tired at Meta. So I have to keep this quiet, known only to me, Dad, and a few friends. Fenny's office. Fenny, oh, oh. Fenny, really? The company health Fenny? station. What can I do for oh you? Warm, hazy, oh, messy, out, human. Look, wipes out, go. Why don't you take the day off? Oh, well, I can't risk it after yesterday. Yeah, well, think yourself lucky. Your mate gobbed in Richard's face. It's a miracle oh. you're still here. Fenny is the meta-medical site officer, which is a grand way of saying that he is the company nurse. And if staff keep on wiping out like this, I'll be heading off out the door. So what? People really are dying. What, Livy's right? Your feral friend. <laughs> well, she's right in some ways. You lot are working too hard. Mm, yeah. Don't think Richard's killing anyone, though. <laughs> you're too valuable. He hates it when you're sick. But he needs you. You're the flesh and blood that keeps his machine working. That's why he's obsessed with keeping you lot fit. Look at all these computers. 
They gave you a health tracker, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Sends out on Wi-Fi, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, look, I've got the live feed of your blood pressure, your heart rate, pedometer readings. I've got the body data of everyone in the company. Well, pretty much, you know, other than Richard, of course. Really? What, all the staff? Yep. All of you were signed up to our Meta Health programme. So, yes, everyone. Look, can you do something for me, Venny? Can you call up the details of um, Peter Durham from the Irish office? Oh, one of the dead boys, isn't he? I uh, should be able to. Oh, no, I can't. Look, his record's blocked. OK, try um, try Brendan Lake from Stalbridge. Nope, same again, blocked. Why would they be blocked? They're private, I suppose. What with them being dead and all? What, is that normal? Uh, I could try and find out. Yeah, go on. What's in it for me? Fenny. People are getting ill, dying. Remember what you did your training for? Yeah, uh, yeah, mostly for the chicks and the cash. <laughs> it was to help people, right? Make the world a better place. Oh, that. Yeah, go on, that. See what you can dig up, yeah? The day ends and Livy is outside the office, crouched against a wall, arms around her knees, breath clouding the night air. Aisha, don't walk away from me. Livy, you shouldn't be here. Aisha, it's worse than you think. You know, they were all on the intern programme. They were very out of university. Not now, Livy. Same pattern, all high achievers, working long hours, pushed and... Livy, what do you want me to do? You're on the inside, you can find out what is going on. Don't be stupid. What happens if I'm caught? I lose everything. No, no, you don't. You just lose your job. Just my job? Oh, so what about Dad? Huh? What? How am I going to look after him? Sol's cool. He can look after himself. Oh, you really have no idea, do you? There's nothing cool about my dad. I need that job to feed him, to clothe him. He hasn't got anything. He won't work or sign on. I can't live in a fantasy world like you do. Hey, hey are you listening? Yeah, I should, yeah. Look, just hang on. Someone over there I'd like to have a little word with. Hey, you! Piss off and stop following me! What are you doing? Yeah, you! There is a dark slash of movement at the end of the street. You think it's okay to follow women around, do ya? A figure in the half-light. Don't hide from me! He moves forward, thin, wiry and tense. He waits for us. What do you think you're doing? I'm looking out for you, missy. Yeah, right, well, stand there much longer and I'll lap you after me. Back off. Good Come girl. On. Come on. You hold your friend back. Leave it, Livy. Don't want her coming to no trouble. You stop stalking me. I'm not your stalker. I'm keeping an eye on you. It's my job. I'm meta security, love, and my job is to make sure you don't cause no more trouble. You've got no right. Oh, haven't I? You threw blood at my offices. You attacked the boss. You spat in his face. I think I've every right. I'm going to be right on top of you until you learn your bloody place. Rip your face off, Livy! She has gone at him. Get away with you! I catch her by the waist. Livy, stop it! Pull her around. And she slaps me hard, and I fall. You disgust me! And then she is on me. Asha, call me. Together we'll stop them. And then she turns. Bitch! And runs. And she's gone. Well, she's quite a firebrand, isn't she? Let me help you up. <sighs> My, but you've got some interesting friends. Oh, she's just stupid. It's impulsive and stupid. Oh, 
I don't think we can call her stupid. Not that. Come on, I need to go back to the office. Walk and talk with me for a bit. I'm Ewan, by the way. I know you are. One of Richard's favourites, aren't you? What do you mean? Oh, that's why I'm here at the office. You're getting some special treatment. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No one treats me any differently. Oh, I don't know. According to your line manager, they do. What, Kim? Yeah. She tried to get you fired for what your friend there did. Seems someone on high, on very high, put the stops on that. If that's the case, then I guess I'd better be watching you as well. Why would you watch me? Because you're smart, and you're subtle, and you're good with people, which makes you a threat. <laughs> what, me a threat? To Richard? You're kidding. Am I? Am I kidding? Does this look like a face that does kidding? Does it? Now, let me tell you something so you shut your smart mouth and listen. You have any contact with that woman, you call her like I just heard her tell you to, and you'll regret it. Not like you'll get a bad report or crap reference regret. I mean serious. Industrial grade, pure high density regret. You get me? You get me? Oh, you'll never get me, will you, love? Just nod. He smiles at me, and gold winks between his lips. I merely nod slowly, cautiously, so that he can see. <laughs> That's a good girl. Now piss off, will you? He turns and leaves me, walking up the stairs to the meta building where the doors open, swallow him, and he's gone. I raise my eyes. Two figures stand silhouetted on the second floor of the building, looking through the glass wall. A man and a woman. Kim and Luca just standing, watching. Luca raises a hand as if to wave, but Kim moves hers over it and pushes it down to his side. Blood Culture Episode 1 was written and produced by Lance Dan and featured the voices of Chetna Pandia, Bryony Afferson, Jack Claff, Nathan Bryan, Stephen Critchlow, Laura Martin-Simpson, Tam Dean Byrne, Anna Nguyen, and Chris Gates. The music was by Claire M. Singer, Simon James, and Michael Jakarczyk. The script supervisor was Lizzie Parkinson, and the assistant director was Alan Gilchrist. The sound design was by Lance Dan. The biomedical consultant was Dr. Christina Lo Celso. The executive producer was Nick Ware. The story was by Lance Dan, Phil Connolly, and David Wigram. Blood Culture was a Resonance 104.4 FM production, supported by the Wellcome Trust. Oh, Lance. Wow. Yes, David? That was kind of creepy, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, where... What's going on? What's, what's, what's wrong in that company? There's a lot of bulls in the air. I mean... Yeah. There's a lot wrong with that company, let's face it. There's so. a lot wrong with the company. Obviously, I'm the co-writer, David. You're the, I mean, creator, producer, and all things, Blood Culture, Lance. So we kind of know what's going on. Um, but we're here uh, five years later, 
kind of regathering it and putting it back out there. I mean, the whole thing represents an amazing chance to go back to material, have a look at how much we were kind of predicting the future, how much has come true. Yeah, on that note, I yeah. mean, apart from any kind of cultural issues, this company, this this mega evil company with the sort of sociopathic man at the front. He's constantly making bad decisions and leading the company in the wrong direction. Yeah. So called Meta. <laughs> I remember being in the room with you and we, we knew we had this sort of mega corp that was going to stand in for all sorts of uh, issues about capitalism and large corporations that we had a problem with. And we were sort of coming up with ideas for names and you came up with, I mean, I remember it was a stupid, it was a very stupid name. And I was like, you can't call it Meta. It was too on the nose. Yeah. Was your words. And it, it's kind of funny because, like, I think it came quite far. I don't remember having a big list of company no, we didn't. names. We didn't. It was you, like, and also, you settled on it. You, you came up with it and you were like, I like it. Like, you were quite firm on it fairly quickly. Because it was slightly tongue in cheek. Because it was too knowing. <laughs> it was way too knowing. I mean, who in their right mind, Lance, who in their right mind would call their company Meta? It's so self reflexively self reflexive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just annoying. <laughs> Can you imagine how much money it might have cost the real Meta to come up with the name Meta? The branding costs on that. Oh, Jesus. And just like the workshops and the people (laughs) sat around probably drinking chai. Almost certainly. And batting some ideas around and crazy boards. And then they ended up with what we came up with. I probably came up with on the train and you told me off for. Anyway, so, so basically we didn't know. And then one day... You know, Facebook announced it wasn't Facebook anymore. It was Meta. And, and and our brains just sort of quietly folded in on themselves, didn't they? I always think about how much they must have spent on consultancies <laughs> to come up with that name. Um, right. And focus groups. Focus groups and like meetings with like, or like really digital boards with swishing ra- names around and testing them. <laughs> and, and getting people from across the world to talk about what it sounded like in their culture oh, yeah, with their language. Oh, and then like, it, they just came up with that. <laughs> That's the best they could do. And it is, so yeah, it is kind of, it's very uncanny um, and great fun. And it's, I mean, it's extraordinary listening to the series now from that point of view, because it's so on the nose in some ways. So we've, we've got the show and we've had a chance. We've been offered this chance by Realm to uh, give it a little brush up yep. and get it, get it ready to, to go out to, uh, to a new audience, which is, well, something we're both very passionate about. And as uh, just to look, give you a heads up about uh, how things are going to go, um, at the end of each half hour episode, uh, there'll be a little chat and it'll either be us in the in the now of 2022, um, or we'll, you'll actually get uh, some of the conversations we had back in 2017, because we had a few people join us, didn't we? Yeah, we had the expert who, the med- biomedical expert, Christina Locelso. Uh, Dr. Christina. Professor Christina Damn now, um, who contributed a, a lot and sort of directors towards the science. We've got the actors contributing and talking, uh, the sound designers, the musicians, the whole team. So, like, there's these lovely post show chats. Uh, so, we're going to bring we'll those to you as well. Um, but then uh, Lance and I will also be here uh, uh, adding kind of contextual updates. Mm and um, got a bit of background and a bit of a sense of what the show is and where it came from and where it might be going. Why don't we uh, let you guys uh, get on with the adventures of Aisha and we'll see you at the end of episode two. Okay, bye now.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.